Hello, welcome to Sip Tea with Allie. I'm going to give you all a quick little life update and a warning that I might not be able to make some podcast episodes for the upcoming weeks. It will really depend on my schedule, but I am going to a job interview most likely tomorrow sometime, and I have some volunteer work that I'm trying to get done this week Um, in addition to um, horseback riding lessons possibly voice lessons and some other stuff going on this week I'm trying not to complain though because honestly it feels great to be busy and I know that that's exactly what I need but also sometimes like being busy even though it helps my anxiety it helps me to not like focus on what I'm nervous about or what I'm you know what's making me anxious all the time for no reason sometimes this can trigger anxiety because I start to feel overwhelmed and like I have too much to do now and not enough time to just sit down and figure things out and think things through and fully prepare for things that are coming I also have um, a meeting tomorrow morning for an organization that I'm a part of So I'm quite nervous for all that is to come, but I'm also very excited to have an opportunity to have a job interview. This is something I am new to. I made my first resume today, so I'm giving myself a pat on the back because that is something that I have not done before. I actually made a performance resume last summer when I auditioned for a musical that I ended up deciding not to attend the callback for due to some schedule conflicts and some other stuff that came up but I had some basic idea of what that was like because I had to sit down and make a crazy performance resume for a show. I doubt that the musical that I might be auditioning for in the fall will require that if I have time for that and if the musical I want is being done I might possibly be auditioning for a musical in the fall which is really exciting it's exciting it's really exciting to have a lot of things to look forward to a lot of possibilities and opportunities to just grow as an individual grow in skills and talents and do things that you've been wanting to do for a long time and gain experience I think all those things are stuff that are very important to do um as an individual because you can gain a lot of different skills so that's something that I'm currently trying to like prepare for and look out for um so I'll see if there'll be more details concerning the musical but if it's a musical that I don't want to audition for that ends up getting voted um I probably will not audition for it (laughs) We'll see. There was like two out of four that I voted for that I was interested in possibly auditioning for, which is exciting. It's exciting that I might possibly be able to sing and act on the stage, something that I was so close to doing last year. But it was I knew it was going to be such a pain with COVID and everything, and I haven't been able to do anything since then because of COVID. But now that things are getting better and... um this organization is going to be doing shows again so and I'm part of this now so I can most likely audition depending on the show so that's something I might be doing in the fall 
which I'm excited for. We'll see how that, how things play out for that and whether or not I pass this interview and get a part-time job. I hope it's a part-time job. We'll see if it is or not. Um, uh, but I think it would be a really good experience to have some sort of job like this. It seems like, it seems like a repetitive job, but it also seems like it's one that keeps you busy and it's one where you have to really be good at multitasking, which is something I consider as one of my strengths. I know scientifically, it's been scientifically proven that multitasking isn't really a thing and it's not very successful. Like you don't really like accomplish things, but some people are actually good at it. I know it's kind of a bad habit, but there are jobs that require it. So, um, and just communicating with like multiple people at once, like, it's all about communication and stuff, which is something that I feel like, those are just skills that I feel like are essential. Um, and for the longest time, my mom has wanted me to experience a job like this because she had a job like this um, in high school and in college. And she said it was always a wonderful experience and it taught her a lot. And I knew at a young age that it's something that I wanted to eventually try and pursue at some point in my life so here I am trying to do it trying to cram in a ton of stuff this summer (laughs) um which is kind of a good thing kind of a bad thing um but we'll see how everything plays out um I think it'll all work out fine it's just a lot to take in um and I'm asking for some prayers as I'm trying to figure out things in my life, figure out what kind of career God's calling me towards and um, what my passions are and stuff. But I think what I wanted to do this summer is experience new things and get really out of my comfort zone. And that's something I walked into this summer with. I knew I wanted to do that because even though it's so scary going into it, once you look back, you realize how thankful you are for taking new chances and taking just these opportunities that you might not always have and just going for it and reaching for the stars and knowing that it's okay to fail because experience is always something that you can learn from like failure is something you can learn from and um So that's just something I'm trying to remind myself, especially as I am preparing for an interview. Everything has been happening really fast last minute, but it seems like this place is in need of some more employees. So hopefully my chances will be higher um, for getting a job here. So we will see. I'll see how everything turns out. I may have to give you guys another life I life update when I can um but yeah uh let's see is there anything else I wanted to share some other life update stuff I started reading a book last week um and it's called The Outsiders I am in love with this book so far I've actually seen the film it's on some high school reading list and even eighth grade reading list I believe like my mom had to read it freshman year and it was never on any of my reading lists but 
I figured that okay well first I got a sign when I went to Barnes and Noble with my brother uh, like a few weeks ago and I saw it in the summer reading section they had a lot of classics in there and then I saw the outsiders listed on that shelf um, and I was like oh my goodness everyone's been going on and on about this <laughs> not everyone like I mean some like online friends uh, through like Instagram and stuff have been talking a lot about it and so and then recently one of my close online friends read the book and she was trying she was kind of trying to convince me to read it well she wasn't trying to convince me I said like I feel like I need to read this though because I literally saw this at the store today and I almost bought it because I was like um it looks good uh, my, my brother described it as like west side story but without all the singing and dancing and there's like really no female characters I mean there's some but that's how he described the outsiders to me um and I was like okay cool I, I, it sounds good um I had to read well I had to read Romeo and Juliet and watch west side story in some advanced English class so like I you know I'm kind of familiar with the gist of maybe what to expect going into this book and then I want to say literally that weekend it was like I think we went on Monday and then like on Sunday so like it was the start of a new week um it was on some streaming service and it literally had two days left before it was going to be off of this streaming service and it was for free with ads and stuff my dad was up and I was up and I was kind of like hey so my friends like some online friends are into this thing called the outsiders and I saw the book at Barnes and Noble and I thought about buying it etc I kind of explained it to him and he's like okay let's watch it because he he grew up watching it he liked it so I was like okay um so we sat down and we watched this I actually confession I didn't watch the last 20 minutes of the film well last like 20 to 30 minutes of the film because I had to clean because we had company coming over and I knew that it was going to go downhill from there I just had a feeling based off of some stuff that was happening and I was like this is not going to be good I was already kind of upset about some stuff um but I could tell that I was really like it really enjoying this film and it was making me want to consider reading the book. And so I ended up asking my dad what happened in the last 20 to 30 minutes because I didn't have time to watch the rest of it. And I was worried I wasn't going to get around to it by the time it was taking off of the streaming service. So I asked him what happened, and he kind of gave me, like, well, he told me what happened. Um, and course that made me like really upset <laughs> I was like I don't even want to watch the last part of it now because like, I know I'm going to cry um and my dad said that like the other day he said that um he does he's not wanting to get like emotional when it comes to stories because he just doesn't get attached to fictional characters but he does have some exceptions for that and um, I mean, I guess he has a soft spot for a lot of, like, movies in the 80s because he said that 
growing up, they, like, his theater would show, like, the same, like, one movie, and it'd be, like, the same movie, um, like, several times a week, and you wouldn't really have many options in the summer and stuff, so he said he remembers going to see, like, Back to the Future, which is his favorite film, and, like, Karate Kid, and he said that he remembered he remembered watching like the outsiders whenever it would come on tv and stuff and he said that like even that would like make him have a lump in his throat and like want to cry so i'm not going to spoil anything like literally nothing because if i spoil like the tiniest thing it gives away the plot <laughs> um but i want to say it is wonderfully done like the film was well done I cannot speak entirely like I cannot say that entirely with like I guess truth because I haven't seen the entire film yet and actually there is a complete novel version of the film that was released in I think it was released in 2005 so obviously they shot a bunch of scenes and it didn't make it into the film so they ended up deciding to re-release like many years later the complete novel version where it has scenes at the beginning and at the end of the movie added that were not in the film. So it gives more context and it's even closer to the, the book. So um, I'm going to try to maybe rent that when I finish the book. So far, I'm only like on chapter two or three and I... I love it like I really really like it so far and my dad the thing is is what my main motivation for reading the book was because my dad said he would take me to the Outsiders Museum if I read the book and he wanted to go and he's been wanting to go to the museum for quite a while he said that one of his friends went there like not too long ago he thinks um, and he saw pictures and stuff online and so I was like that would be really fun and so I went to Half Price Books, bought the book. It's some like platinum edition, so it's kind of like a special edition type thing. So the author, S.E. Hinton, has like a little letter at the beginning. And my goodness, I read the letter. Um, and if you have that edition, please read the, le the letter. Like if you choose to read this book and you find that edition, like it was like three, four bucks at half price books and they had like several copies and I'm sure like multiple locations have that like like many locations across the United States probably have some sort of copy of the outsiders that have price books because it's on a lot of school reading lists so I would not be surprised if stuff like if um half price books or libraries had it because I mean people have to go and buy copies for school um so mine was in really good condition even though it was used um no writing or anything in it and it had since it was a platinum edition it came out it was like reprinted or something um it had like a, a nice cover etc and so the the author as he hinted had a little letter at the beginning and i literally was about to cry just by reading the letter and that says a lot about the author and just her writing style and the passion that she 
put into her writing and I found it very inspirational. I have been in a writing slump recently due to some personal reasons and honestly that letter at the beginning was just very motivating, very touching to me and it almost made me feel like, no, I can finish my short story and my short story can turn into a novel and I can publish it at a a young age and I can... You know, it made me feel like I can, I can, I can, because she did, and she went for it, and she was young, and she started this story that, I want to say, almost all of her, like, popular novels were, they, I think they, within, like, 20-so years after she published them, were made into films, and I believe, like, three of those that were made into films things like that was then this is now or something is the title of one of them and then text and of course like the outsiders which are i think her three most popular novels were um filmed and released on like in theaters and stuff and i believe like matt dillon was in like literally all three of those so, <laughs> I think the um, di- the director, I don't know if the director was the same, or maybe they had a similar casting director, or maybe just Essie Hinton really liked Matt Dillon, because he was in at least three of the films that were based on her novels. So, anyways, there is my literature and movie geek rant for the week because I have turned into a very big literature and movie geek Um, and that is something I'm very very proud of and you know if if you have been listening to my podcast episodes you will know that that's just who I am as a person that's literally just me Um, yeah so that's just like a little life update what I've been reading slash watching recently I'm trying to think there's anything else I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift's old albums I have a soft spot for young Taylor Swift because um I just grew up with that it's something that I loved as a child I even own, like, two of her albums. I own Speak Now and Fearless. I would say that Speak Now is my favorite and Fearless is my second favorite out of all of her albums. Honestly, Red is a good album. And so is her, like, debut album. I think it would probably be, like, Speak Now, Fearless, her debut album, and then Red as my, like, top three no top four albums um so if you haven't listened to any of those I'm sure you guys have heard at least like the song fearless you belong with me love story from her fearless album but there's like other ones on there that are really really good like speak now has some amazing songs um some of my favorite are definitely well speak now which is the album title. Um, The title song for that album is really good. And Mean is a really funny song because I used to, like, go into my room and sing Mean. Like, I would play it on my Disney Princess 
like CD player. Um, whenever I was mad at someone, <laughs> I would sing that song at the top of my lungs and shut the door. Um, so that one, that song always cracks me up. It's not one of my favorites on that album, but I, it just cracks me up. There is also Mine from the Speak Now album, as, long, uh, as well as Long Live. I have to say, like, Speak Now, Mine, and Long Live are my favorites from the Speak Now album. So, yeah. And then, in terms of, like, her debut album, Tied Together with a Smile and Stay Beautiful are amazing bops, okay? Like, so, so good. Um, Love them so much. I have been listening to those a lot, and then Taylor Swift also has a song called Stay, Stay, Stay on her Red album that I have been loving, like, a lot, because I feel like Love was, like, the last album I remember really getting into when... And I feel like that's really when Taylor Swift, like, after Red, that's really when she started to change. I mean, I think, like, 1989, I think that's what it's called, um, she was, like, slowly trying to find a different style. You could tell that she wasn't becoming as country-centered. And I, I mean, I don't really like a lot of songs from then on out of Taylor Swift. I tried listening to some of her recent stuff. I mean, I'm just not a big fan of Taylor Swift as, like, a person because her beliefs and what she stands for are things that I do not agree with. But again, like, you can respect an artist for their work. You don't always have to agree with what they believe in, and that's something that my dad and I have talked about. Um, So I do think it is kind of fun and entertaining to take an artist that you loved growing up and then kind of listen to their music and how it slowly changed over a certain time period and then listen to their most recent stuff. Um, I I think what motivated me to do that was because she recently released um, a bunch of songs, even songs from Out of the Vault. Um, And she had, she's calling them Taylor's version because she, I believe she finally obtained rights, her like her own rights to those songs because there were some issues going on um, with contracts and stuff when she was younger and the whole rights thing got really messy from what I've heard that's why she just she decided to try to get those again and so she re-released her old some of her old music like Fearless um I think Mr. Perfectly Fine was never on any albums in the past but it was from out of the vault so I don't think it was ever like she wrote it but like it was never released on any of those albums it was brought so I think it was like brought back maybe it was released at one point or and it can be found on one of her albums but it's just like not really a thing anymore I don't know but that one's kind of a fun song and the thing is the reason why I think it's a fun song Mr. Perfectly Fine is because it is about Joe Jonas, and I have been a huge lover of the Jonas Brothers since I was literally a baby, and I'm not even kidding. I had, like, a Jonas Brothers nightgown when I was a child. Um, Jonas Brothers posters, Jonas Brothers albums. Um, I believe I, like, accidentally dropped 
one of my Jonas Brothers album, like Jonas Brothers albums, down the stairs, and the CD cracked. So, and I think that was the. I can't remember the title of that one, but it's the one where like burning up in love bug is on. Um, so, I mean. That still breaks my heart because I don't have that album, and I like that album. That album was a family favorite in my house. It was an essential. I remember, like, listening to it on road trips with my family and them being kind of annoyed but also kind of into it at the same time, and it was great. But right now, I only have their first ever album, which is honestly very, very special. The fact that I have that, and it's still in good condition, and I can still listen to it in a CD player or, like, in a car... Um, which is which I'm realizing is kind of sad because a lot of cars don't have that anymore. Like, I think one of our cars doesn't even have a CD player thing anymore. Maybe it does. But it won't let you do, like, DVDs for movies. I don't know. It's really weird, even though we have TVs. All this modern technology is like, what the heck? Um, I think the older I get, the more I'm starting to be like, seriously, this is not what it was like. Anyways... Um, so I just think it's funny how Mr. Perfectly Fine, which came from Out of the Vault, she released recently, like, basically, um, because I don't think she was able to release it in the past, but it would have been on one of her older albums, um, is about Joe Jonas, because she did date him at one point, um, so I just think that's really funny and entertaining. Anyways, guys, I have to run some errands and do some more interview prep so we'll see how everything goes um if you can just please pray for me this week as i'm trying to figure out this busy schedule this new summer schedule and um trying to find out whether or not i'm going to get a job and how that schedule is going to look like this summer we'll see just just pray it all goes well i'm kind of i'm kind of i am nervous i'm just going to admit that i am nervous and i think it is something that you can't help but be nervous for but just getting it over with especially the first ever interview that you have is very essential anyways i hope you guys are doing well thank you for listening to my many many rants and ramblings and whatever you want to call them um basically i just hope that you guys are doing well finding ways to relax and unwind and make time for yourself and get things done that you need to get done. I know that summer is like a big um, time frame that people try to get a lot done in that sometimes like even though it's like a big time frame where you can get a lot done in sometimes people have a lot of high expectations and it can be really hard when you put high expectations in um, a lot of things list of goals that you want to do and things you want to accomplish it's really hard when maybe you don't have the motivation to do so or you're just trying to get it all done especially as the days are just flying by so I just wish you all the best of luck um, no matter what you do whether it's classes whether it is um, finding a job or sticking with the job you have and trying to learn new skills um, or just go out of your comfort zone. Like, whatever it is that you're trying to do this summer, um, 
I just pray that you were able to find peace and learn a lot and um, just gain a lot of good experiences as well as just make fun memories. I think it's essential to learn to do that, especially because I feel like we live in an, in a society where it tries to normalize like young people getting a job like at a really young um, age. Sorry, <laughs> my cat is like on my lap and I'm trying to like reposition him so he doesn't fall. Hey buddy, are you okay? Okay, he's good. Um, I feel like we do live in a society that tries to like normalize getting a job in the summer at a young age and doing this and that and it's not like getting a job is wrong when you're young but because it is an amazing like an experience and that's amazing experience and I feel like it's something that people need to do and if it's it's a personal choice you know what I mean like don't feel pressured into something like just because your friends are all getting jobs like don't feel like you have to get a job or just because a friend's taking summer classes, don't feel like you have to take summer classes. Like, listen to your body, listen to your conscious, like, understand your schedule, understand what you can handle, and just know that it's important to really just savor the time that you have and live every day like it's your last. And especially when you're young, like, summer is an important time because when you get older like the older you get the more you're gonna realize man I wish I would have done that that summer I wish I would have taken more time off that summer I wish I would have maybe not gotten a job that summer etc like do what you need to do because I understand it's so important to save money to have money and you know make money etc and gain solid work experience or just gain experience in general for whatever you do, I do also understand the importance of, like, making time for yourself, making time to make memories with your friends, um, and have a good time, because the older you get, the more you're going to miss that, and the more you're going to realize that that's going to start slipping away from you, so try your best to just, like, live in the present moment, and, um, just soak things just soak every moment in you know like whether that is doing a job that you really hate um just soak it in you know try to find some joy and beauty in that think of it as purgatory time um that's something that a good friend of ours says like purgatory time and that's something that has been coming up a lot in my head is just okay this is purgatory time when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel stressed, I'm like, oh, this is purgatory time. So I just pray that you'll find that peace and that desire to just surrender to God this summer. I know that sometimes that can be difficult when there's just so much to get done, so much to prepare for, so much that you want to get done. Um, all in the midst of trying to have a good time, like it can be very daunting but I know that if you just live each day like it's your last and you wake up with the with the purpose to love and to pray and just give everything to God, I know that like things that just seem very stressful and scary, like a job interview or something, um, that you know, you maybe don't feel the most prepared for, like that's just something that you can just surrender to God and realize, hey, this is a value experience valuable experience, whether or not it goes 
the way I wanted it to, if that makes sense. So I just hope that you are able to find that and experience that this summer. Anyways, take care and thank you for listening.